Hi guys, welcome to this episode of Trip Around the Multiverse with your man with the spray-painted bodysuit, C.Y. Chung. And the 7'7 seven behemoth, who probably isn't really 7'7, seven seven, Carl Chung. Well, he's built that 8 foot kayfabe height sometimes, so... Yeah, wrestling. So stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, we are going to talk about and review... Well, not review, we're just going to give our opinions on the five top matches of Giant Gonzalez or... Yes. What's his other name? El Gigancho? El Gigante. That's it, El Gigante. In his career in both WCW and... Uh, yeah. WF at that time. Yeah. I'll tell you what's kind of funny though. Uh, so this guy graduated from the WCW power plant. And I'm like, did he? Apparently. Oh right? wow. Okay. And I'm like, wait, hold, just a second, right? WCW power plant doesn't seem particularly well trained. No. <laughs> like, wow. I don't know how many people they come out of the power plant that are actually good, but you let this guy into your ring. And the quality here is, I'm like, well, that doesn't bode well for, um, you know, all that your was, graduates. And that was or hilarious. the quality of the school, you know? Like, the ones they pushed from the um, power plant yeah. were the ones that weren't good. And then the ones yeah. that were good, i.e. like, um, Sean's, <laughs> not Sean's days yet, um, oh, what's his name? Like, Mark Jindrak and yeah. the other guys. Yeah. They didn't get the, pushed the, whatsoever. The natural ball thrillers, right? Yeah. yeah. All those guys. You know, like, this doesn't make any <clears throat> sense. Yeah. So we are looking at the top five matches of uh, Giant Gonzalez slash El Gigante. Of which, uh, from the list we're looking at at cagematch.com, .net, sorry. Yeah. He's only got nine matches, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and from six onwards, they're unrated. Okay. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Mm. Um, and there's reasons. Oh, you know what? None of this is bad as as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, I thought it was going to be like terrible, yeah. like can't yeah. watch. But they were okay. It, it, the thing is, when you know what you're going in for, you kind of find. Yeah. Um, we'll watch this for entertainment, and I, <clears throat> I wouldn't say I was entertained, but at the same time, I wasn't not entertained. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like uh. Going into like a Hogan match, sorry, and you yeah, just yeah. know it's or like one of those matches where people like talk up to be really good, and you watch it like this. Yeah, is trash. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, no expectations, so I didn't really expect much. Like, from what I get from the entire all these matches is he he, he oversells and undersells at the same time because <laughs> he's a pantomime character. Yeah. He doesn't know when to tone it down or when to dial it up. Yeah, and his facial expressions don't match what he's doing sometimes. No, uh, that's why it's the undersell because his face doesn't seem to do it. Yeah, but mm. then his arms flail like like he's grabbing for air. Yeah, you know he's trying to grasp the air for stuff. And like you know, it he... doesn't help like face expression wise because like he has the face of like a fourteen year old boy with a <laughs> beard stuck on. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's like yeah. for his whole career. So it's like, I can't yeah. really be scared of you because you've got like some weird friendly face. Yeah. And the only thing he does, it, he, he sells with his face is like when he gets, when he gets hit. Yeah. And yeah. he pretends that he's hurt, but he's like, whoo, whoo, yeah. you know, like, ooh, I just got hit. Whew. Take a deep breath. Yeah. Shake my head. All right. But you, you're selling the same all the time. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah. This is terrible. But. <clears throat> so. <sighs> Yeah. Number one, right? Number yeah. one in this match we're, watching, uh, we're, we're looking at is El Gigante. This is WCW, El Gigante and Paul Ondorf versus and Junkyard yeah, Junk Dog. JYD. Yeah. Versus the Four Horsemen. Three of the Four Horsemen. Yeah. Arn Anderson, Barry Windham, and Sid Vicious. At the Great American Bash 1990. Uh, this went nine minutes long, right? On the 7th of it's July long. 1990. Yeah. Now. <clears throat> I'm going to say this, right? Our boy was not tagged in at all. No. Which he is wasn't, great. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> because <clears throat> all the heels, right, they they sell the fear of El Gigante. Now, yeah. I'm like, uh, they're probably, they're selling fear 
to the audience of how how it, you know massive he is, right? And no one to be hurt by him. But I'm yeah. oh, I'm so yeah. The wrestlers themselves are sending fear of having to wrestle this guy. That's what the other thing yeah, is. So like, it's like oh, it this is how bad. genuine it is. It's like don't make me wrestle him, please, please. It's like well, who have I pissed off to be put in this match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arn Anderson was great because he was like um, I think he kind of <clears throat> he 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 was setting something and he kind of went towards their corner. Yeah, right. I staggered around a bit and then turned around and he's facing a gun team. He just shuffled back into his corner and he's wide eyed like he's super scared. I'm like, yeah. And Barry Windham does the same as well. I'm like, you guys are jokers. One thing I'll say about Arn Anderson. Yeah. He has always looked like he's in his 60s. Yes. Like face wise. Yeah. <laughs> like body. Uh, what's no, funny is face wise. 10 years older than Arn Anderson. Yeah. And when Arn Anderson was the age that Arn Anderson looked. Yeah. He never aged beyond that. No. Because oh, he looks exactly the same now, just less hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh man. Right. So, there was a spot, it was a really funny spot there. Sid was, he grabbed the referee and he meant to distract the referee for something, which is, but then one of the faces grabs Sid and they do the double headbutt spot. And then Sid staggers over to the referee again to do the exact same thing he was meant to do previously. I think he just went for it too soon. Yeah. And then the heels double team and take control. <clears throat> So the heels stop a hot tag to uh, El Gigante by knocking Paul Orndorff into Junkyard, Junkyard Dog's tag. Yeah. Well, I was like, yes, well done, well done. Because nobody wants to get in the room with this guy, right? No. <clears throat> and yeah, then the, all the heels attack uh, Junkyard Dog for the disqualification. And then El Gigante shoves all the heels out of the ring and the baby faces celebrate. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Right, but even his shoving was terrible. Yep, because <clears throat> he's shoving them, and they didn't they didn't bump off his shoves. No, or something else. That odd thing where it's like <clears throat> he's like shoving them. We go, come on, or whatever, right? But you would have thought they that they would have sold a shove like into the mat and just yeah. roll out the ring and be like, you know. I'm really but... thought selling time's over. I can't be bothered. <clears throat> well, not in that yet. <clears throat> I think it's like maybe they were like. His shoves are so weak, I can't sell it like this. Yeah, because then it just makes me look stupid and him look even more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was, but oh. I like how well planned this match was because they didn't get that. that they didn't want to wrestle him <laughs> or have him wrestle. They're like, allow this, allow this, forget that. Yeah, let's, we'll sell him as a threat and just leave it as that. Yeah. Uh. This got this got a three point seven one rating from six votes in a cage match. Um, probably about right, actually, to be honest. Yeah, about right. I mean, <clears throat> look, you had everyone else in the ring that do stuff, but... Yeah, about to say, you had, like, um, Arn Anderson and Barry Windham. Yeah. Who are two really good wrestlers. And you also had, <clears throat> on the face side, JYD and Paul Orndorff. Again, yeah. two very good wrestlers who can carry the match. But, but this, is, this is out of 10, by the way. So this is 3.7 out of 10. Yeah, that's terrible. But <laughs> I, I say it's kind of fair though because yeah, it was a bit of a cluster. Yeah, and what they did was basic stuff ish. I mean, there wasn't anything spectacular. It was just another match, a filler card match. Yeah, just yeah, like you said just waste time between yeah, so... that and that main <laughs> event. I think it was in between, or there was another important match after this. So this is like the sort of yeah, probably the come down match, right? Yeah, give you time to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Not really any comments to make about this match. Well, okay. First of all, we can't really comment on what John Gonzalez does because he they just make sure that he doesn't do anything, which is great. Yeah. Um, I say Sid looked jacked, really jacked. Oh yeah. Match. Well, yeah. the thing is, usually Sid's the big one of the biggest guys in the ring, right? Yeah. But he looked like a small little man compared to John Gonzalez. But then saying that, I was like, oh, Sid's normally tall, but then Barry Windham was quite tall as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like. Sid, yeah, but then the thing is, is, once El Gigante was in the ring, he made everyone look small. Yeah. So. But I just thought, oh, Sid, you're not that big. Look, I have to say, <clears throat> it's well planned that how they choreographed it. Yeah. Where they made Jan Gonzalez look like a threat and then make everyone wait for the hot tag, for the faces hot tag Jan Gonzalez. Other than that, yeah, I mean, yeah. you got you got good people in the ring. I mean, look, like you say, Arn Anderson, Barry Windham. Sid, we are entertained mm. by, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call him the greatest, but we no. are entertained by him. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, but for some reason, they just kind of... I don't even say it's a match of its time, because during the 90s, it's still they still have good matches. Yeah. 
It's it's uh, a weird. It, it sits in that weird like space where I wouldn't even call it a match. If anything, <laughs> it's just yeah. I mean, they just uh, like we got time to fill. Yeah. You guys got to. You guys want to get your payday? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we we'll get a payday. All yeah. Right. Well, it feels more like we need to put everyone on the card, so you guys yeah. didn't do nothing. We just put you in the match. Yeah. <clears throat> so next match, uh, tag match: Dustin Rhodes and Richard Morton, Ricky Morton from yeah. the Rock and Roll Express. But I don't know why they call him Richard Morton. I don't, you know, because oh, it's very confusing. I think this is when he left and he tried to become like more of a serious person. Okay. Yeah, he went to Richard Morgan, Morton, and then he went back to Ricky Morton after. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Versus El Gigante and Larry Zbysko. Yep. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this was uh, Starkid 91. Le- the Lethal Lottery Battle Bowl, where yeah. people were put together <laughs> random teams, right? That's what it seemed. Yeah, I think it was, because I kind of like did a bit of research. Like, oh, so you put on a random team, yeah. have a draw, and then I think the winners go on to fight the tag team champions. Yeah. yeah um, this was on the 29th of December 91. This match is a tag team match that got a free, oh, free on the dot. Free exact, exact free rating on uh, Cage Match. Ooh. And uh, I would also say that's pretty fair. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> right, so Dustin tags in Ricky Morton and Larry Dubisco tells El Gigante in, right? Yeah. And then Ricky Morton just it turns around and just tags Dustin back in. I was like, that's that's actually quite funny. Um, I don't know if they were who were meant to be the heels, but I guess uh, Larry Zabisco and El Gigante, well, Lethal Larry, right? Yeah. But huh. I guess you don't do what Ricky Morton did if you weren't a heel. And Larry think... Zabisco was obviously the heel for his team. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a team of face and heel, wasn't it? Yeah. I know <coughs> Dustin was a face at this point. Yeah. So El Gigante scoots lands Ricky Morton, and this is a funny thing because Ricky Morton's feet, feet hit the ground way before his body, and I was like, "Is it the distance?" Because he scooped him up and then he tucked his head in. Yeah. But he let his feet down before, like, because he's so tall off the ground, it kind of it looks. Yeah. This like he placed it. Weird. Him. Yeah. And then yeah. <clears throat> Or maybe uh, he was not confident in his skills and he didn't want to No, hurt no, because he does another slam later on and it's fine. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, El Gigante no, <clears throat> no sells a Dustin, Runnels, a Dustin Rose drop kick. Yeah. Which is like, okay, fair enough. Makes sense, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, he gives a much better trade slam, like I say, to Dustin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the, throughout this match, the Bisco has been like commanding or berating El Gigante. Yeah. Telling him what to do and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> for the six minutes the match was, that was a build for uh, a reason. Because um, <clears throat> Larry Zabisco then slaps El Gigante in the head. And then El Gigante grabs Larry Zabisco, flings him in the ring. Irish whips him into a double trick kick from uh, Dustin Reynolds and Ricky Morton, and they yeah. pin him. And then. That was that. And that was that. And El Gigante's still in the ring. Um, yeah, just as the count's happening, which is okay. What's really odd is El Gigante, he's tagged in, right? Yeah. So he grabs over his and throws him. So, okay, we'll assume that is a tag, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> then you can attack your own teammate, I suppose, right? Whatever. Yeah. And he gets a double drop kick, which is fine because, well, you know, the other the other side, I don't know if because the camera's focused on El Gigante. So you don't know if they actually did attack or not, but then we'll just assume they did, right? Yeah, we just assume. But then everyone is in the ring while the pin is happening. So it's like, huh? <clears throat> I don't want to say WCW, but this is the, this is what happens, by the way, in matches where you're like, but well, the rules are the rules, except some time when they're not. Yeah, they suit themselves when they want to. Yeah. It gets kind <clears throat> of annoying. And then commentary says, what a great match. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, you bunch of jabronis. Oh, you lying assholes. Yeah. Um, it was not a great match. Um, our boy tried. Our he boy tried. tried. Right? Um, but... In a tag match, they couldn't keep him out of the action. You would have thought, right, that he could do the basic stuff. Yeah. A scoop stamp's fine. You can, you can muck it. You know, fair enough the first one, but the second one's better. <laughs> Irish whip, whatever, but <clears throat> I, 
and 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 everyone else in the ring was trying with this guy. So yeah. yeah, I don't know if, for example, you give him the like him and he can no sell stuff, but at the same time, I don't even think selling is good enough to you know he's just better off no selling. Yeah, you can only do so much of that. Hype. Yeah, should really do in it. Either no sell, just no sell. <clears throat> yeah, but I guess not. I mean, yeah. we could get to overall. I think of him a bit later on because. We're cleaning up his matches really quickly because they're... there's not they're much not to that long either. No, and sometimes there's not much detail to go through. But no, <clears throat> okay, on to the third match, a rest in peace match. Joe Gonzalez, as he's now known, yeah, in the WWF, yeah, yeah. Uh, versus Undertaker, SummerSlam '93. This is on the 30th August '93, eight minute long match. Felt longer, by the way. Yep. John Gonzalez did very light clubbing forearms to the Undertaker's back. I'm like. I mean, yeah, like, I've delivered clubbing forearms. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. So you could just you can you can pack up like you can pack a wallop of those. Yeah. Right? yeah. Get a good like solid uh, meat on meat slap. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But this guy's just tapping the boy uh, like Undertaker. Like, yeah, I don't want to hurt you. I don't. He can't hurt him. You hit him in the upper back area. Come on. You know. Yeah. He takes bumps on those things. Jesus. That's what made it worse. Like, okay. And like most of this match, like you're saying, is like this is prodding and boring. Yeah, he, he Ajay Gonzalez with his pantomime mind, like selling. Yeah. Like, oh no, he isn't. Oh yes, he is. He's behind you. Oh my Jesus. Yeah. So was... Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> Undertaker takes two share shots on the outside. This is a rest in peace match. They can do whatever they want, right? What are the rules of a rest in peace match? Who knows exactly? Who knows? I right? think it's meant to be. Like a hardcore match? I don't yeah. actually know. Because they don't really tell you the rules evil. They say it's a rest in peace match. You're like, uh, okay. What does that Well, I would have thought, you know, send me to a casket match, maybe. Yeah. But apparently not. No, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Takes two chair shots on the outside. Um, <clears throat> then John Gonzalez, Ari Undertaker, knee first into the ring steps. Uh, and Taker's taking a beating. Right, and then Paul Bearer makes an entrance. Well, first of all, we don't know what the storyline is behind all of this, right? Uh, I don't show the, think they show a promo package exactly what's what. No, I don't think they do. <laughs> I just think it's meant to be their <laughs> WrestleMania rematch. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know what happened between yeah between then and now. Yeah, I don't really. And told now, you. Yeah. to why is Paul Bearer disappeared? Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, Paul Bearer makes an entrance, uh, and he clotheslines Harvey Whipperman. Right? Yeah, I'll have you being the manager of John Gonzalez. Now this selling is actually, I mean, he overdoes it, right? Yeah, but he sells it enough that it's not too overly done. But you would expect two guys, well, like Paul Berry actually is a rest, has wrestled before. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, Harvey Whippham is competent enough because he won the women's championship. <laughs> yeah, I think, he, I think at one point he was a wrestler. Then he became yeah. manager. Slash referee, so yeah, he's probably capable as well. Yeah, so when yeah. when he took that clothesline from, I was like, oh, these two non-wrestlers actually have a better interaction. Yeah, than these actual wrestlers. Another yeah. part on the Undertaker, it's just like John Gonzalez, not exactly the greatest uh, partner. Yeah, right? he's not the greatest dog um, But yeah, I was like, oh yeah, um, the outside guys are getting something to do. <clears throat> so he clotheslines uh, Harvey Wolfman, takes the urn, raises the urn, then Undertaker raises himself up from the dead. Undertaker makes a comeback, <clears throat> top rope clothesline, one, two, three. I'm like, that's fair, because uh, you can't get him in a tombstone, and if you choke, how are you going to choke slam him? Yeah, because it would make uh, no sense. Yeah. This got 2.25 from 21 votes. No, 2.55 from 21 votes. I think it's also fair. <laughs> yeah, it is. But, like, uh, what they should, instead of it being a rest in peace match, they should have done a casket match. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. it would have been. It made more sense because you know, then he's resting in peace. I think as well. The, uh, why don't you use more hardcore stuff to cover up Ilkagante's deficiencies? Yeah, um, but it could be the fact that he can't deliver them safely either. True, yeah. very true. Yeah, there's just so many things wrong with this. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't like, know. His costume was better than the one he has at WrestleMania. Well, but... this okay. <clears throat> this costume is the one with the actual fur on it, right? Yeah, yeah. 
But then, um, and then, so he has a costume where it's like a so be... towards his like crotch area. It's like hair, right? I've spray paint hair. Yeah. But then on his later costume, he's got actual hair on his costume, and then they make his trunks out the hair, the Kingman yeah. hair. Yeah, like he looks like a weird version of something from Attack of Titan. Yeah, uh, yeah, where he looked like naked, but not. Yeah. And it makes no sense because you completely know he's not naked. So why did you give him a skin-coloured painted? Yeah, yeah. Because I guess they want to make him look more intimidating than he is. Because when you see his build in uh, the WCW matches, yeah, he's not exactly built. No, he's not at all. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is weird. <clears throat> okay, so on to the fourth match here. Chamber of Horrors match. WCW. Halloween habit, <laughs> 27th of October, 91. El Gigante, Sting, Steiner Bros, Rick and Scott versus Abdullah the Butcher, Big Van Vader, Cactus Jack, and the Diamond Stud, a.k.a. Scott Hall, before yeah. he was uh, Razor Ramon. Before Ramon's. he was Razor Ramon. <laughs> yeah. Which was quite interesting watch for me, because I was like... I mean, not that you can see anything, but he's like, oh, actually, I've never seen him as a Diamond Stud before. I wonder I what the hell different he is. Like, I've, I've knew about a Diamond Stud, but I kind yeah. of... I don't know, it was never in my memory because I don't think I ever saw him wrestle with Diamond Star. Yeah. And I think I've seen this match before, but not fully, so I didn't know he was actually in it. Yeah, so this match got 2.45 out of 10 votes on Cage Match. Um, okay, it's a 12-minute match, right? I'm like, what, what, what am I watching? One second. It, there's too many things going on watch so Everyone's in the ring, there's no tag. So you got eight people find each other, right? Yeah. But there's no coordination for spots? No. It was like, no so one gets... clumsy. Yeah, it's like everyone's doing their own thing or whoever, right? Yeah. There's no like setup for particular people to make comebacks or double team other people or like your eyes are just watching whatever. But there's yeah. nothing to draw you to that something as a particular set of attention. Yeah. It's just a mess. Yeah. The nicest way of putting it is a mess. But also, it doesn't help that it was a, there's a cage and then there's an electric chair that comes down in the middle of the yeah. ring. So you, you just, the center of the ring, you can't use. Then what can you do? You know? How That's do you go the thing, across? Because like, I'm pretty sure I barely saw any actual wrestling moves. Yeah. Which is people exactly, exactly. Just weapons stumbling around right. brawling, well, trying to brawl and cutting each other's, cutting people open. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> this yeah. is a horror. So, and I just noticed El Gigante just choking people in the corners every so yep. often. I mean, at least he could do that right, right? Yeah, just about. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so the finish, the only thing I've noted to me was the finish where uh, Rick Steiner is fighting with Abdullah the Butcher in on the chair. Like, Abdullah the Butcher is trying to force Rick Steiner into the chair. Yeah. And to win this match, he flipped the switch that electrocutes your opponent in the chair. So Cactus Jack is climbing to the the switch, right? Yeah. And he looks and he sees Rick Steiner there and Abdullah's holding him down. So he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to flip the switch, right? Then he turns over to flip the, like in that direction of the switch <clears throat> and uh, Rick Steiner grabs Abdullah the Butcher and gives him a belly to belly. Now, I'm like, belly to belly into the, onto the floor or whatever, fine, right? But you basically lift him up and put him in the chair. Yeah. He doesn't impact on anything no. unless you're going to say his, his, lo- his, his lower spine got jacked from it like an inverted atomic drop because he he, he belly into the chair which still don't make sense no. right because he didn't sell nothing but somehow he was he sold enough to s- be able to get strapped into a chair and yeah uh, yeah yeah and then Cactus Jack pulled the the switch yeah and then the you know the, the electricity sparks and the lights flickered on and off and yeah you know got electrocuted. you know what made no sense about that part what All right so Pat, Cactus Jack pulls a switch and then yeah. Scott Steiner throws something at Captain Jack. I mean, not Captain Jack. Captain Jack is like, w- why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, your, your team's won because of stupidness. So yeah. shouldn't it be happy that he's pulled the, the thing down and leave him to it rather than throw something yeah. at him? Yeah, and I think this is the story that Mick Foley was saying. Uh, the, the, the switch kept on flopping down. Yeah. Without it, because for some reason it wasn't stable enough to hold up or whatever. Yeah. So he had to get some put, putting it back up to pretend oh. to put it down. He basically had to hold it up after a bit. Wow. Wait for the spot. 
that's uh, yeah. and it's funny because you keep him obviously he's not gonna look at the chair or whatever yeah for the sport but you kind of keep him kind of looking over like oh, yeah i need to sort yeah because first of all he's gonna make he's gonna pretend to make to see that his teammate is not on it and then he's yeah. gonna remember that he's gonna look enough to know that his teammate is on it for the finish yeah and he's just like yeah you like you said it's like Right, there should have been something that happened. Like Scott Steiner threw whatever at him yeah. for the finish so he knows that Abdullah's in the chair. Yeah. Or um, even like a ref near him could have said, he's there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And <laughs> but now you point out, I don't know if maybe Scott Steiner's thing was to give him a signal. But, been, but, but he already pulled the trigger by that point. Yeah. But the funny bit as well was like when Abdullah was sitting on the, on the, um, the headpiece yeah. So Rick had to sort of like yank it from underneath him to put on his head. It was like, oh, this is yeah. just so clumsy. And I tell you what's also funny is I went in close up and then the headpiece is not even attached to his head. Yeah. <laughs> That's another piece. I was like, he's setting an execution. Oh. Unless you tell me he slumped down, but then what's electrocuting him then? Exactly. You know, I mean, yeah, you could say he got electrocuted and then he had to, and then ended up slumping down, but the thing was still going on and he was still shaking. Like, yeah, whatever. And like, <laughs> Whose idea was it to have a match where you execute someone? Probably, either? probably, probably Dusty Rhodes. Probably, but like, just think about that. That's nightmare fuel for a child or something. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Like seeing someone yeah. get like, ex- like electrocuted to death, and then no, no, resurrecting no, 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 after the match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing with wrestling, right? Apparently, the rules or regulations of the real world don't apply in wrestling. So, no. if you want to murder someone in a wrestling ring, it's fine. Apparently, it can be allowed. I believe JBL tried to run over John Cena, right? Yeah. And there was no charges on that. Hulk Hogan yeah. and the NWO ran an ambulance over, the, like, smashed an ambulance that had the rock inside it. And when they looked inside it afterwards to see what happened to the rock, they were so scared they ran off. And then the next next week on Raw, rock was healed up. So, yeah. that makes sense. Um, I believe Austin had Triple H. Okay, quote unquote had Triple H inside a car, right? They flipped yeah. over a forklift. Except that Triple H's non-corporeal voice was sounding outside of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he miraculously survived for the next week on Raw. Well, yeah. you know, but yeah. Okay, whatever. Oh. What's other ones as we've got time to waste? I'm trying to think yeah, of yeah, yeah. stupid wrestling Oh, yeah. They're like just finishing some things, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure <laughs> The Rock also threw Austin off of a bridge. Yeah, yeah. And he survived. Yeah. Not I mean, to survive, but... You can people according to wrestling rules, right? Yeah. The, the amount of people that Austin inter- quote-unquote interrog- interrogated. Yeah. Oh, um, Austin got ran over? Yep. Rikishi didn't get arrested for that. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, Kurt Angle got pushed off the stage by the big show and you saw like a pile of blood by his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. Oh, Big Boss Man hooked up Big Show's dead father. Yeah. Casket to a car and they drove him around the graveyard. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's a criminal offence, but nothing came from <laughs> Oh, hey, Big Boss Man also... Um, chopped up Al Snow's dog and fed it to Al Snow. Yep. Also, another crime that you could get arrested for. <laughs> oh, yeah. the Undertaker hanging the big boss man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Except WrestleMania. The next, very next day, because that was on the WrestleMania. The very next day, big boss man's alive. Yeah. You're not. Like, oh. Yeah. And joined the corporate ministry at that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It doesn't make any sense. Wrestling. Oh <laughs> god. Yeah, I'm sure there's uh, many a time where someone got some staff got kidnapped. And then basically you can force someone to give you a title shot if you've got their uh, yeah their family member or something, or something. Or, yeah you know because yeah oh then Undertaker quote unquote killed Paul Bearer in Paul Bearer in the uh, cement yeah in front of thousands of people as well uh, and, and Kane set some cameraman on fire yeah set JR on fire as well there's so many it's just like wow yeah. I'm surprised okay, okay. TNA had to Before like we that. get distracted with all of that, right? Yeah. All that insanity. Um, okay, to final match, right? Uh, yeah. That we have here. Um, versus The Undertaker. WrestleMania 9. 
the fourth of um, April '93. <clears throat> this is seven minute match. Undertaker with Paul Bearer, John Gonzalez with Harvey Wilkinson. Normal match. Yeah. Singles match. It's got forty two votes on cage match, and he has no no point seven nine rating. Sounds which about I right. think was kind of it, it, that is actually kind of harsh. No, it is. It is. It it, it wasn't like too bad. Yeah, yeah. Like if I anything, mean, I'll probably say it's better than the other matches he's in. Well, I don't. Uh, well, okay. I, I, I don't only, I'm only exactly, saying that because but... he actually was in this match. The others, he <laughs> was just happened to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's slightly better. Well, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. This is the match, right? Oh, okay. So when John Gonzalez is by himself in the match, you can see, see right? I'm on my notes here. Undersetting and oversetting at the same time, which is amazing, right? Yeah. How do you do the such thing? Um, Johnny Gonzalez choke grips Undertaker from one side of one uh, ring turnbuckle to the other, right? Yeah. And then Undertaker steps on the second turnbuckle to grip uh, John Gonzalez and a choke back. And un- and then John Gonzalez obviously sense. oversells the grip. Yeah. And then, no <clears throat> and then Matching Man says, that proves the Undertaker is not real. He's from Down Under. And I'm like, right. I so, mean, Kenny, is he talking? He's not talking about Australia, right? But can he just mention hell at this point? I guess not. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Which is weird, but all right, whatever. Now, <clears throat> John Gonzalez does actually mouth off to the crowd and play to the crowd. Like, I'll give yeah. him that. Uh, with physical gestures, yeah? Yeah. Um, but, but uh, yeah, um, he great. Yeah, no, but it's just more of the the standard. You know, whatever he's saying, he's saying whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. He's giving the mannerisms like, oh yeah, I can take this guy, blah blah blah. And then he raises his hands up, you know, like to 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 get a reaction, which is fair enough. But it's the same basic stuff he does all the time. He doesn't even change his different um, uh, gestures and stuff like that. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> it's that same <clears throat> lost, confused fourteen-year-old boy face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Giant Gonzalez does a reverse chin lock, right, on Undertaker. Now, Paul Berry res- raises the, uh, uh, like, Undertaker's in this for like two minutes of a seven minute match. Yeah. <clears throat> Paul Berry raises the urn, Undertaker reaches out and revives himself, right? And he elbows out of the chin lock. Do you remember that when that was a thing, like the urn gave him powers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never made yeah. any sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's the supernatural character. What... But, but, like, did they ever say what was in the urn? Uh, no, uh, uh, but there was one time where uh, I think th- when the Undertaker left in 1994, got beat up by all the heels and put in the casket. Yeah. When he when he was coming back for his dramatic comeback, yeah. um, Paul Bearer opened the urn and the light shot out of it, and then I Undertaker that. Wrote, oh, yeah, I remember that was. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Now it makes no sense, but I thought it was cool. <clears throat> so uh, Jack Gonzalez rams Undertaker into the steel steps twice. Paul Bearer raises the urn and Undertaker raises from the dead again. Undertaker gets his comeback and Giant Gonzalez sells being staggered. But he sells it really amateurly. Yeah. Like he's about to fall asleep. You know, <laughs> fighting to keep, like, trying to keep his eyes open. I'm like, yeah. what's going on here? He doesn't know. We don't know. Hold up a second. I'm just going to blow my nose so you can cut this bit, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm probably going to go sleep after this. Yeah, you should do, man. <laughs> you sound yeah. rough. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> and what I off? Yeah, if I just leave. Okay. And uh, yeah. Okay, and we're back. <clears throat> so, John Gonzalez down to one knee, <clears throat> and uh, Harvey Wolfman then distracts the referee slash Undertaker. Yeah. By throwing in the cloth. Some white cloth, right? Yeah. And then Undertaker gets half a Wolfman in like a double choke hold. Yeah. And um, John Gonzalez, he picks up the cloth and the first thing he does is knock over Paul Bearer. Yeah. And then he puts the chloroform to Undertaker's face and holds it there and the ref accuses him because obviously he's a foreign object. Now, I, my logic is, uh, I mean, I think he had to knock over Paul Bearer because there had to be a smell of whatever, right? But yeah. you can't put a toxic smell onto the Undertaker's face. Right. Yeah. So whatever was in the urn, probably was the smell. 
So the crowd to smell it? Yeah, if yeah, that, that makes was... sense. Yeah, I, I'm guessing, yeah, I don't even know. But yeah, they had to make the chlorophyll smell happen. Yeah. So the crowd there knows. And then Matching Man, like, on the uh, commentary saying, yeah, can you smell that and stuff like that. So, um, I but logically thinking... speaking, you would have to earn, if that was the case, you'd probably have to earn nearer where the area you're going to put the chlorophyll, right? Yeah. Because if you're not pull Barrett over in one corner, <clears throat> you kind of drag Undertaker towards that corner. Yeah. Because I was thinking, like, are they, like, is Macho Man and, like, Vince McMahon, and, like, just over, not sorry, was it Jim Ross? Jim Ross, yeah. yeah. Overselling this chlorophyll, even though you couldn't spell it. But now what you're saying kind of makes sense. Well, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing, because I expect, that if they're saying it, the crowd must have to smell it as well, won't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because <clears throat> they'd be like, why is he just putting a cloth over his face? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because then the crowd would be like, what's going on here? But then you could probably just make the jump to your own yeah, logical true, conclusion. True. But then one match member says, you smell that. Obviously, yeah, it must be. Must be, isn't it? Well, no, no, unless there isn't. And then some crowd member goes, what is he talking about? There was no smell. I would like to wonder. I would like to find out if they... Well, yeah. I'm just saying, if they planned it like that... Because I know, well, like, if it was nowadays, they'll probably do it like that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, hmm. So, so... Uh, this is disqualification. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Undertaker sells being down for like what, a good five minutes or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and then Gonzalez starts choke slamming people. Oh, okay. So he grabs Earl Hefner. You know, <clears throat> now it's one of two things that happen here, right? He grabs yeah. Earl Hefner. And Earl Hefner's flailing left and right. Yeah, and I don't know if because Giant Gonzalez is holding him, and they try to time the choke slam, but they keep on mucking up their timing. Yeah. And eventually just lifts him up and gives him a choke slam, which was a good choke slam, by the way. Yeah, I'll say that. Or El Hudner was super selling, right? The yeah. grip. And he's playing about pretending that he's trying to get out. That sounds like it makes more sense. No, no, I don't know. Because like, of how not competent Jan Gonzalez is, it's either the good option or the bad option. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. Uh, it's probably the bad option, but I like <laughs> to think it was the good option. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think that's the only thing, like, for this whole thing, is like, oh, he chose someone's pretty good. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I can actually say. Oh, okay. Uh, Hebner sells it pretty well as well, actually. He just yeah. comes down, like, you know, when you get hit in Family Guy and just splat. Yeah. I mean, not like, okay, so some, I think Trish Travis took a choke time and she just splatted right on the ground. Yeah. And she didn't move. And I was like, that's not a great smell, unfortunately. Um, she said it that she's completely gone from the choke time. But when you do those kind of dead cells, yeah. it's not dramatic. Yeah, especially you sound like a choke slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I mean, if she, I'm not criticizing in the sense, I'm just like, if she hit the ground and she's rolled around holding her back, yeah, and then like cover her face like she's crying from the pain, fair enough, yeah. But when you hit the ground, when you hit just hit the ground with a, a flat bump with no yeah oomph to it, it looks non dramatic at all. But then sometimes they look a bit too, ugh. Yeah. Like, it's like some people, some of are selling to like some wrestlers today. They oversell yeah. certain things, like, okay, you've kind of... Well, uh, yeah. <clears throat> the thing is, though, if you sell realistically, as in, you know, if you got hit like that for real, yeah, and you go down like that, that's how you would be. But everyone wants you going, right, that person didn't do much to sell the move. <laughs> but I think, like, Trish-wise, because she's a woman, not saying it's anything sexist, like, I yeah. think it makes more sense for her to just act like she's dead rather than yeah. sort of selling it well I... this is probably as well when she was training and not actually yeah proper head matches yeah so... yeah I think this so, is so... Time, so. Hunter gets taken back on the stretcher he then re- revives minutes later yeah gong and he just basically staggers back like a zombie to fight uh, Giant Gonzalez and he gives him multiple clotheslines and then Finally knocks Giant Gonzalez down by doing a jumping cloak, like a jumping styler line-ish. Yeah. I don't know if he was meant to knock himself over as well in the process, but he probably hit Giant Gonzalez with a good couple of clotheslines, and he's like, this boy ain't shifted, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, he was selling, yeah? Just selling the stagger, but he's not going down, so I'm thinking they're probably like, give, give him one for the boys, uh, boom, and he knocks himself down in the process. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. And, <clears> and then... <sighs> Giant Gonzalez rolls out of the ring, and Backs off, you know, and out, and then we, the match is finished. Yeah, and this is classed as one of the Undertaker's streaks at WrestleMania for yeah, some yeah. stupid reason. Well, he didn't lose. 
Yeah, but he won by like DQ. So yeah, yeah. It, well, yeah. Well, he still won. That's he all still won, counts. but like, like I remember one of the WrestleManias. I think it was one when he fought Brock, and yeah. he lost the streak. They had like all yeah. the caskets of the people that he's beaten. Yeah. Even though realistic now, it's kind of bad taste. Got them actually are dead. But anyway, <coughs> it had Giant Gonzalez. Realistically, you should have him and the asterisks on it rather than. <laughs> I defeated well, him. You didn't really defeat him. <clears throat> well, yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. all I can say about that. Yeah. That's um, funny all the time when you mention it. Overall, what did you think of this guy? I don't really think anything of him because he did like two things in these five matches. <clears throat> oh, okay. I'll tell you what I think, right? Mm. He was undertrained. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he shouldn't have been allowed to get in the ring until he got better but yeah. if they were going to use him use him as they used him in the first match it's like an attraction yeah at the same time it seems to me he only got his spot because he was genetic you know of his genetics yeah of course he was an ex-basketball um, player and they're like oh he's super cool we can yeah. make money off him yeah yeah and it's not as if i mean if he had a move set that what he needed to do with certain things like the choke slam scoop slam um, hit people over the, you know, the the clubbing forearms. Yeah. Even though, like, you know, the, the elbow to the head. Yeah. The bionic yeah, yeah. elbow, even right. Big boot. You could you could work around all that stuff. I mean, you know, Great Harley did that stuff. Yeah. Um, what you say? Strangely, a superior wrestler. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, do you think Great Harley was actually better from what yeah. we watched? Yeah. A hundred percent. Great Collie was a lot better. Yeah. Um, oh, <clears throat> gosh. Yeah. Um, I mean, look. I wouldn't be watching any of these matches again anytime soon. But no. again, same for the Great Collie. We wouldn't watch any of those matches again anytime no, soon. That's that. Um, yeah. But at least I... the Great Collie sort of had something to him. Like, yeah. Character-wise, what did this dude have? If I'm honest. Knowing that Great Carly could actually <clears throat> could actually sell, yeah. but not really. But okay, like... Great Carly could take bumps. This guy never did. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm talking for a clothesline, but hey. Yeah, now you put it, he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He's a phony, but yeah. Um... <laughs> In a world full of phonies, he's the phoniest. He's the biggest phony of all phonies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, who thought? Who would? Who thought? Who in WCW and then WWE as well? WWF was like, "Hey, um, so we see how bad this guy is. Offer him a contract. Yep. Shut your mouth." It's the whole stupid. He's an attraction thing, isn't it? Well, like... he's just big because you can be big without being an attraction. Yeah. Because you're not good enough. But, like, and then they put him, like, like in WCW, he didn't really do anything. Like, he wasn't in any major feuds with. But then you yeah. put him in the feud in WWF with Undertaker. <clears throat> yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Good on I him, though, like, you know, for getting very far on limited talent. Yeah, yeah, you know. and we we don't mean that as a backhand compliment. No. It's just like genuinely when you look at it, you're like, good on him. You know, man made money. Yeah, um, he got notoriety that some of will never get either. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, yeah, milk he, it as long you as you know. can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good on yeah, him. Yeah. He somehow, yeah. whatever he did to get the payback he was getting, he was probably getting more than he was actually being. Used, yeah. You know what? Well, he's getting more than he was worth. Yeah, yeah of course. Maybe. Uh, as far as wrestling goes, skill wise, anyways. I mean, I I think he just should have been trained a bit more. And then, yeah. if he couldn't hack it, <clears throat> or he wasn't good enough, they'd just be like, "Don't use him." Yeah, but, or find somebody this, else for him to do. Yeah, yeah. But this is wrestling, you know. Yeah. I mean, he could have just had the Diesel bodyguard role, you know. Yeah, exactly. How well, do you think uh, Omos is gonna end up? I don't know. I haven't seen him since. I, I feel like since he split from AJ, he's exposed now. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. 
you ain't you ain't you could do better mate because like the last time i've seen him because i don't watch raw regularly mm. i keep up to date with him but i don't watch it and the last time i saw heard anything about him was the Royal rumble yeah and that was months ago at this point yeah so phew. I don't know. I wish him the best, almost, because I, I I like him. Like I think, look, he's got time on his side. He can do stuff, and if anything, he's got his genetics on his side. They yeah. always keep him to do stuff. But I hope that he gets better quicker. Yeah, same. Yeah, or like, or they put him in multi man matches and stuff like that, like a Survivor Series or whatever, just to give him. Re- Realistically, he should just they should. Not give him like what they do with uh, Antonio Gogo. Yeah. Well, he's had his match, right? And then he's going back to training or whatever that he's doing. Yeah. He's disappeared for a while, right? It still hasn't come back, I don't think, actually. I think he's had an odd match every now and then, like in yeah. dark or whatever. But... Yeah. yeah. I mean, but like that is good training, isn't it? Yeah. Because then you're like, he had this big match, that, and then they try to give him more ring time to, to help. Yeah. 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 They, sh- well, they should. To be fair, get... though, like we said last time we saw him, he's got all the tools. Yeah. You just need to get more practice. Yeah, they should put him more on. They should have kept him in NXT for a while, then brought him up, rather than just yeah, bring him up. And then, yeah, yeah. But hey, because he could have worked in new NXT, you know. Who over? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But old NXT, yeah, I can't like, see why they didn't take him there because he had like wrestler wrestlers in there, and they would have just made him look silly. Uh, unless, of course, he was a ta- uh, in the tag matches there. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, hey. All right. So, okay, okay. Back to our boy, John Gonzalez. Yeah. Nothing else to say for him. How tall was he really? Seven foot seven, I think he was. Okay. He did legit make everyone look small, but then everyone else's heights are adjusted as well. So. Yeah. But they say build height eight, uh, legit, I think, seven foot seven. That makes sense. <laughs> Because I know they kept on saying that, like, he makes Andre Giant look small. I was like, eh, yeah. okay. But <clears throat> yeah. Andre looked like an attraction, you know, because he was, like, tall and wide. Yeah. He was just tall. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing special. Yeah. But... Well, but he could do stuff as well until he got too big. Yeah. And just looked like it hurt him to walk. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah so, um,. I mean, we're, hey, look, we're not biased. We watch bad and good stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. I was entertained through this. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say yeah. this was like the worst thing I watched. I was entertained. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, his overall wrestling rating in cage matches is 1.41. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think that's because that's the average of all the matches that he's been in and stuff like that. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. <clears throat> or, you know, average votes or something like that. Yeah. yeah like... I've watched worse wrestling matches, if I'm honest, with yeah. more competent wrestlers. So they're saying something. Yeah. Right. <coughs> All right. <laughs> oh, um, that is enough of that. All right. Yeah. Also, well, actually, okay, okay, hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> Someone here gave him a 10, 10 out of ten rating. That's okay. a troll. And uh, yeah, well, here's the thing. He's right. The comments here are pretty harsh, and they are even considering he was a tower due to his a tower. Well, you know, big size person probably, yeah, yeah. right? Due to his condition, which led him to be almost immovable in the ring. Okay, even his selling is bad, but he seemed pretty charismatic to me. He he was probably the most enormous superstar that every wrestling promotion will have, and a very gentle and professional person too. And the WWE treated him pretty bad. Seeing some of those quote unquote Hall of Fames out there, this wouldn't be another one of those uh, under under deserved, undeserved spots, no doubt. Oh. Right, so even the best praise there that actually not praise him particularly well. Yeah, if I say that, it seems like a bit of a dig at the same time. Well, look, no, but this person's like, I acknowledge how bad he is, right? But he's not as bad as people say, which is fair enough. But then why are you giving him 10 out of 10? Yeah, <laughs> that makes no sense. And yeah, he's like, it's the pity vote. Like, yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't give him pity vote. He, he made it far in life. <clears throat> yeah, 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 look. Like we're saying, yeah, give him the props. He made his money. Yeah. And uh, he probably made more than he was worth. Yeah. Good on him. He he fell upwards. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And he had a six-year career, by the way. Yeah, he did, didn't it? Because he did a boost <clears throat> stint in New Japan, which is random. 
Well, yeah, but Japan loves their <clears throat> freak show matches. Yeah, they do, innit? Yeah, they love Because they'll get people that aren't trained and, and, yeah, you're like, really? Yeah, I never understood it. But good on him. But sadly, he did <laughs> die, which is pretty yeah. sad. At the age of 44, age. so yeah. we're going to say... I mean, probably the complications of all his... Yeah. Giganticism, you know? Yeah. Cause but that... then, you know what it is? It's like, when you're that big, you either go to basketball or be a wrestler. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's us signing off. Then. I mean, got, there's no other things no. to say about, right? He did do a bit of acting, so again... Oh, shut up. What do you... Yeah, he was in... Um... Um, Swamp Thing, 1992, Trouble in Paradise, the movie, Baywatch, <clears throat> yeah. and then four episodes of Trouble in Paradise, this TV series, Yeah, Hercules in the Underworld, never heard of that, and then that he was... Bit... Wait, wait, who was Hercules in that one? Nah, he was Eryx the Boxer, I don't know. No, no, who, who was Hercules in that one? Um, Let me quickly see. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, Kevin Sobo. Oh, okay. All oh! Right. This must be one of the TV movies of the Hercules TV show. Yeah, yeah, it? exactly. Because I, I was like, oh, is it Luke from Is it Arnold? Or... Yeah. Oh, okay. That's <clears> weird. <throat> and... and wait, wait, okay. Is any of his setting in that or acting better than his wrestling acting? If I remember, because I have seen him in a few things, I'm pretty sure yeah. I've seen background. He wasn't that bad. All the things you listed, right? Yep. Is any of his acting actually better in that than what we saw in Ring? Eh. Okay. Probably the same bar, if I'm honest. All right. Fair, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. what can you expect from? from yeah, exactly. From... Yeah. Good on him. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, look, I will say this, yeah, and it's a backhand compliment, but he does have the ability to manipulate time to make it seem longer than he actually is. Yeah, that's his superhuman power. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the if it was cruiserweights and you gave them this, this time limit here, right? Then some of these matches are, you'd see it blades across so fast sometimes, you'd be like, wow. Yeah. It was over happened? that quick. But this match, you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Wow. How has it only been two minutes? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, poor guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Um, I salute you, Giant Gonzalez. I yeah. salute you. Yeah, yeah. Poor guy. All right. Well, okay. That's us uh, <laughs> signing off, I guess. Uh, I am. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I'm the not little 40 year old boy in the body of a six foot seven man. See uh, why, Chuck? And I am his spray paint. Six foot seven, sorry. Seven six foot six. Seven foot six, <laughs> yep. And I am the chlorofilm rag that he used to. <laughs> Pass out the Undertaker, Kyle Charles. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um. <laughs> if you guys have any memories of him and how he wasn't the worst thing to happen at WrestleMania Nine, yeah, let us know through the comments or message, all that lovely job <clears throat> stuff. Yeah. Um. If you were seven foot six, would you wear a body airbrushed? Yeah suit of yourself make you look <laughs> more muscular i probably wouldn't because it's weird well yeah but, but at the same time if you don't have to build yeah what, if i didn't have to build do? i just yeah. oh you know but i'd probably have a some sort of costume yeah exactly. a naked bodysuit yeah that's just weird yeah just scarring kids memories yeah and yeah just let us know um don't forget to share this with friends um don't forget to uh like our YouTube channel, things are coming on that. And well, I'd like to thank you all for taking a trip around Motorverse with us. Bye. Bye.